In this bulletin, the New South Wales Premier issues a stern warning to white supremacists as neo-Nazis gather for the third day straight in Sydney. The UN aid agency in Gaza loses more international funding over Hamas attack claims. And in sport, Irina Sabalenka makes history winning her second Australian Open. Good afternoon, I'm Peggy Giacomelos from the SBS Newsroom. Police have intercepted another neo-Nazi gathering at a North Sydney park today, just hours after New South Wales Premier Chris Minns condemned right-wing extremist activity in the state. A group of at least 20 masked men wearing all black gathered at Artaman Reserve at around 9am this morning. It marks the third day the men have assembled following similar demonstrations on a North Sydney train on January the 26th and another gathering in North Taramara last night. Premier Chris Min says anyone found to be involved could be unmasked by the police. In New South Wales, the police have the ability to unmask you. So in front of your family, your friends, your employers, your co-workers, you'll be exposed as a massive racist. And that's the situation in New South Wales. This is obviously distressing for many people to see this fascist, ridiculous behaviour on New South Wales streets. And obviously it's pathetic. More countries have joined the United States, Australia and Canada in halting funds for the United Nations Agency responsible for helping Palestinian refugees. Britain, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, Switzerland and Finland are the latest to freeze aid after allegations some UNRWA employees took part in the Hamas-led attacks on Israel on October the 7th. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has called for an urgent investigation into the matter, saying he's horrified by the allegations. Australia's Foreign Minister Penny Wong has expressed her deep concerns about the allegations but says the pause in funding is temporary. Spokesman for the Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas Nabil Abu Rudineh is urging countries to rethink the pause, saying it sends the wrong message. There is a war against the Palestinian people. This decision is incorrect and should be stopped immediately. We urge all these, all these countries to repay the UNRWA because it's a humanitarian issue. It, it has been taken in a long time and we hope that they will come back soon to understand that the need of the, the people in Gaza and everywhere is a necessity for continuing living on this earth. Cyclone-affected residents in northern Queensland are being offered disaster assistance as tens of thousands of customers remain without power. More than 23,000 out of the 66,000 Ergon Energy customers who experience power outages are still without electricity, with crews working around the clock to restore power. Personal hardship assistance grants are being extended to people living in the Townsville and Burdekin Shires after tropical cyclone Kiralee lashed the coast last week. Grants of up to $180 for individuals and up to $900 for families of five or more were announced on Saturday by the Disaster Recovery Funding Arrangements jointly funded by the Federal and Queensland Governments. 
the world's largest cruise ship has been launched from Miami despite concerns about the vessel's methane emissions. Royal Caribbean International's Icon of the Sea can accommodate over 8,000 passengers across 20 decks. It runs on liquefied natural gas that releases less carbon dioxide than traditional marine fuel but does emit more methane, which is also considered harmful for the environment. In football, the Socceroos are emphasising being ruthless ahead of tonight's Asian Cup round of 16 matchup with Indonesia in Doha. Although it's a very different scenario, playing knockout stage football again in Qatar is bringing back memories for the side of their World Cup heroics 13 months on. Australia has only lost once in its 15 meetings with Indonesia and enters this one as huge favourites. But coach Graham Arnold says that won't change anything about Australia's approach. When you play for your nation and you're representing your country, it doesn't matter who you play against, it's about your own performance and, and doing the nation proud. In tennis, Irina Sabalenka has won the Australian women's singles final, becoming the first female player to defend the title in more than a decade. The world number two claimed victory in straight sets, winning 6-3-6-2 over Chinese underdog Zheng Xinwen. Sabalenka joins the likes of Ash Barty, Serena Williams, Maria Sharapova and Lindsay Davenport as only the fifth woman this century to hoist the Daphne Akhurst Memorial Cup without dropping a set. She says it's an incredible feeling. It's definitely give give me much more belief that I can do uh, well on the Grand Slams and it's it's gave me this um, I don't know like boost of energy for the rest of the season and I'm just happy that everything we've been working on the preseason it's it's working well and we just we're just gonna keep building it and uh, keep uh, keep getting better. And that's the latest from the SBS newsroom.